Today's show is being brought to you by Cure International. Cure heals kids, and then they tell them about the love of God. And you can find out more about Cure right now if you come to lifewithlisawilliams.com. I'm just a radio girl. I love things that talk to me. You LOL? I did. I truly laughed out loud. Now, this may be the dumbest thing in the whole world, but it worked on me. There's a dog chasing a train. Natalie, how old are you? I will pray with you now. Before you leave, I have to pray with you. I'm here for the people in the hood. You know, Jesus is my very, very best friend. Pray without ceasing, which is not some sort of so heavy I can't do it command. It is this breath of fresh air that I am involved in what God is doing in the earth today. I'm Lisa. I'm great. Everything's fine. Somebody just wrote on my Facebook page, please get your mom on Facebook. We want to be her friend. Do you want to be on Facebook? What is that? Are you on Twitter? I talk to the mailman. Is that Twitter? Life with Lisa Williams is like a cake. Run around in the sun. Exactly. Put a sprinkler in the yard. This is life. This is this, this is this is life. 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 This is life. With Lisa Williams. Someone who's been my friend for over 20 years and who's been a counselor for over 30 years. He's an executive life coach and he's an author and a speaker. It's my friend Dwight Bang. I, I love the observation that a philosopher once made about voicemail because he said, My voicemail machine is programmed to ask two basic questions. Number one, who are you? And number two, what do you want? <laughs> he said most people live their entire lives and they can't answer either one. Oh, Who wow. are you? What do you want? Because when I look at God has allowed me to be alive in this year, who am I and what do I want to do? And because a lot of people can't answer those questions, Lisa, they sit down this time of the year and they make something called a New Year's lie. I mean resolution. Um, <laughs> Because they make a long list of how they're going to lose more weight again this year than they did last year, how they're going to get fit next year, because apparently you buy the gym membership and you have to go. It's not just buy the membership. Right. Like, January is the big month for that, isn't it? Oh, you can't find a parking space at the YMCA. <laughs> There's no spaces, no machines. It's January. You know? <laughs> I saw a great list one time that somebody had of New Year's resolutions for 2011, and then they scratched it out, and they put 2012, and they scratched it out. They put 2013, scratched <laughs> right. it out. 2014, scratched it out. 2015, scratched it out because it said, lose more weight again, get fit. And then the, each year, they would add things like get fit next year, you know, give up alcohol, and they changed that to drink less. Instead of standing up to boss, find a new job, um, sort out the junk in my shed, they changed that to sort of the junk in my life. Try to be nicer to my wife, and they changed that to try to be nicer to my ex-wife. Because if, if you don't get certain resolutions right, your year's not going to go well. Yeah, so I want to know what you feel about all of this, the whole concept of setting these goals at the beginning of the year. And I mean, there's good and bad. I mean, it's easy for us to go, well, it's a waste of time and it doesn't work. But there is purpose and people trying, you know, people are trying to do the right thing at the beginning. Yeah. Of the year. Well, trying is lying usually because uh, a resolution in American culture is to sit down and make a list of all the things in your life you don't like. You know, the top 20 things in your life you don't like. The, the problem is, and the reason they don't work, uh, there was a study done at the University of Scranton last year. And uh, they found that 75% uh, of people who make resolutions will keep them one week. 71% will keep them two weeks, 64% will keep them one month. When you get to the six-month mark, only 46% of people have kept 
their resolution because they just make a whole list of things that need to change, but they don't have any action steps to change. And making a list of all the things I want my marriage partner to do, all the things I want my kids to do, how I want my house to look, making a list doesn't change your life. Uh, change actions, change behavior, that'll change your life. Walt Disney said the way to get started is to quit talking about it mm-hmm. and to begin doing, doing something. Doing it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, good. So, yeah, making a list. Um, and, and I challenge people because I was certainly one of those for a very long time. I'm going to try better. I'm going to try harder. And the problem is trying is lying. Trying does not mean necessarily that you're going to do more things. You're going to actually make a positive change. You're just going to try. You know, for instance, if I say, oh, here's such and such social event, uh, you know, why don't you come? And they say, well, we'll try to make it. What that means, means you're not is, coming. They're not coming. coming. Yeah. Yeah. And it means that you're not cool or there's not important popular people there, but somehow I'm not coming to your party. So we'll try to make it. And I got well, I've called out on this. That. Yeah, I've never thought about that because that's tr- absolutely true. Like when my kid asks for something, I'm like, well, we'll try. That means I'm not doing it. And so trying is like, I got called out after church one day because a very nice couple that I didn't really know, they said, oh, we're having a gathering. Um, our, 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 our son is coming back on a, on a break from the military and we're having a gathering at our house. And, and uh, we just love it if you and your wife, and your kids could, could come by and it's just informal, just, you know, after church sometime this afternoon. And, and I said, well, we'll, we'll try. Okay. So a week later, I see them and they definitely look mad at me. And I'd forgotten about the conversation, to be honest. And they said, um, how come you didn't show up? And I said, show up to what? And then it dawned on me, oh, yeah, that thing with your son. And they said, yeah, we went to Publix because we knew you were coming by because we knew you wouldn't lie. They bought yeah. a party platter for you. Yeah, because I knew I was coming, bringing the fam, bringing the kids. And they said, and they challenged me because they said, you know, this is our son who came home from the military. And we just wanted to have some people that we thought would be meaningful to him. Wow. Why did you lie about it? And, and and they called me out because trying, I'll try to be there. I'll try to be at your party. I'll try to come to your function. Yeah, I'll try to return that email about doing a recommendation for you on LinkedIn for a new job. Yeah, I'll try to get it done. I'll try it. Seriously, I'm trying here. I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying to quit smoking. I'm trying to quit gambling. I'm trying. Give me a break. Trying is lying. Wow, this is like so insightful because, okay, let's just say, if you really were going to try, well, of course you would have made it because right. the implication of the word try, I don't know the actual definition, but it, it, it sounds earnest. Like I'm going to do whatever it takes to do this. I'm going to try. But in reality, it's a blow off. Yeah. Instead of it being legitimate effort to say, I'm going to try to get to the gymnasium. I'm going to try to exercise. I'm going to try to eat better is making me maybe feel better about lying because it doesn't mean anything. It certainly doesn't mean change because there's no action. There's Mm -hmm. no measurable action. I'm going to try harder is a waste of breath. It doesn't mean anything because it's not measurable. It's not specific. It's not time limited. There's nothing about it that says it's actually going to, you know, to accomplish anything. I'm going to try harder this year to be a better Christian is a waste of a sentence. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't it's just, it gets me off the hook. It makes me sound spiritual when in fact it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean there's change. And I don't base this on the classic Star Wars figure Yoda 
who said try. Do or is, do not. There is no try. Right. You're either doing <laughs> or you're not doing. But at least don't lie about it. And and so this family with their son from home from the army yeah. called me out about being a liar. And that changed me. And I really catch myself with the word trying because it's stuck in my mind. It kind of rhymes. Trying is lying. Uh-huh. That if, if someone says, hey, can you write a recommendation for me? Okay, I'm either going to say yes or I'm going to say no. If I say yes, it, 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 you know, I'm usually going to say, and it's probably going to take me three months to write an endorsement for your book or to write that. But so it'll take me a while. I have a, you know, things in a queue and it, you know, as it comes in and that's how it goes out. But either it's a yes or a no because I'll try to do it. And I've done this and I've disappointed so many nice people because mm-hmm. I'll mm-hmm. try to get it done and they were really counting on it. And what I realized was, man, I lie an awful lot. Yeah. And, Trying and is lying. And why do you do that? Why to did you do that? Yeah, to avoid, avoid the conflict. Yeah, avoid the conflict. Because immediately I think, I'm, I'm leaving church. I'm tired. I, I just want to go home. I don't want to interact. I don't want to go to a social gathering. These people have something very valuable that's happening and they care about me. I don't want to let them down, but I don't want to go. I, I don't want to go, but I don't want to let them down. So I'll just lie. I'll try. I'll just lie. I'll try. Instead of saying, I'm so sorry, we cannot come, but we do love you and your family. That's harder. Yep. But it's better. Well, it's honest. It's so honest. if somebody says, I'm going to try harder not to drink this year, I'm going to try harder not to yell at the kids. You know, if we could just help each other, stop lying. One of the Ten Commandments is don't lie. And if we could stop lying to make ourselves feel better, and I say that as a codependent person who has told more than my share of lies to not hurt feelings... And, and, and the way that it comes out is by the time it plays out, mm-hmm. I've really hurt feelings and I've looked like a liar. Mm-hmm. It's worse. So what did I accomplish? I, nothing except I hurt feelings and I made myself look like a liar and I broke one of God's commandments. And so it really is easier to say, I can't do that. I won't do that. I'm not interested in that. And to be able to say that on the front end instead of lie about it. And so that's a big reason why resolutions don't work because we lie to ourselves. I know I'm going to get organized this year. I'm going to get rid of the clutter. I'm going to simplify my life. I know I'm going to work out. I know I'm going to lose weight. I know it's going to happen because I made my list. But a list with no action measured to it just makes you feel better for a week. And then the problem is you're going to feel worse because a month from now, when most people have quit a resolution, they just feel like, man, what a loser. I can't believe. And if they told people, you know, this is the year Mm -hmm. I'm going to get this done, and somebody says, hey, how you doing on that uh, New Year's resolution? Then they feel dumb. They feel stupid. They feel like they failed. They set themselves backward. And, and, and the solution for this is pretty simple. Instead of having a list of 20 things to change, being able to say, okay, God, what's one thing I can work on? The, the church I go to, Lisa, they, the pastor every year about this time challenges people to get a word for the year. Mm-hmm. And it's a great tradition. Yeah, it's awesome. I love it. Yeah. So you pick one thing to focus on. And if the one thing to focus on is such an important core issue, core value, then maybe you make it your your computer password. Maybe you make it something that you put on an index card and you look at everywhere you go. You keep it in your car and you focus on the one thing. And whatever that one thing is, if you focus on it, not trying, but you actually start doing something about it, then here's the weirdest thing that happens. You start accomplishing it. So it's not a list of 20 things. It's one thing. It's not something that I might do one day. I'm going to try harder to be a good Christian. 
is to say, I'm going to get up, I'm going to spend time in God's Word, I'm going to spend time in prayer, I'm going to do a war room prayer list of the people that I care about, I'm really going to get earnest about my faith. And, and the thing about a, a life change is it's measurable. If someone says they want to lose weight, okay, that's, by the way, the most common New Year's resolution. Well, that one's pretty simple. You know, more calories spent than calories in and, and some type of measurable plan. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people say, well, I can't do that. I don't have the discipline, so I'll hire a trainer. Okay, that works. Then you go to the trainer three times a week, and they hold you accountable to a plan. But talking about change doesn't work at all. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, a, it's not trying. I'll try harder. That's just Christian lying, in my opinion. That's, That's a way a really to good word. yeah That's make people word. you know feel good, but really at the end of the day, it just makes you look like a liar. Yeah, this is a lot for us to think about. Do, did you pick a word for this year? Yep. Can you share it, or is it personal? And so my word is goodness. Goodness. Yeah, I want to see the goodness in people because I can be pretty cynical, mm-hmm. and I can you know sometimes really spot flaws and. And and it's easy for me to be sarcastic and you mm-hmm. know kind of smart mouthed and and instead of seeing the bad because when I look at uh, you know the list of Bible gives as far as fruits of the spirit one of them is goodness and I thought mm-hmm. what can I do to really focus on seeing the good in other people seeing the good in situations seeing the the good in bad things that happen and so I'm going to focus on goodness okay that's a fantastic word well it's going to challenge me. Instead of looking for bad things, yeah, to look for good things. A flight is delayed, huh? I wonder who I'm supposed to meet. Exactly. But yeah. Looking for goodness, but but the idea behind it, I can do one word. At least I've made my share. I probably have it here somewhere in my office where I'm at today. I have list after list. I used to make, I mean, just detailed list of all the things in my life that needed to change. Jesus, help the boy. But they were so long and lengthy, and there was so much stuff. It was just overwhelming. It's like, I'm just too tired to work on this this year. I'll work on this next year. And I actually have been that guy who just changed the year on the list. Wow. On on New Year's Eve to be able to go, okay, let me just scratch out the year. I'll work on this next year. And, 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 And so part of that journey, part of that process is being able to see, you know, if you have 25 things you want to change, you'll do none of them. But if you can find one thing, God, really help me with this one thing. And maybe it is learning to say no instead of lying to avoid conflict. And maybe it is being disciplined about body care, and which starts with sleep. But if you can keep it to one thing, health, one thing, honoring or respecting the people you're in relationship with, one thing, saving instead of spending. One thing I can do, one thing's manageable, and I think one thing... That's that single focus is a way to set yourself up for a lot of success in the new mm-hmm. year instead of mm-hmm. a lot of failure. And then um, one of my takeaways is just having action points. I thought that was I thought that was really good. Hey, do you want to know my word for the year? Yeah, what's your word of the year? Try. Try. Yeah. <laughs> just I'm going to suggest I'm going to suggest a new word. <laughs> so your word of the hey. year is I'm going to lie oh. by trying. <laughs> trying is lying. I don't have a word. I'm I th- just kidding. I thought, I- I thought you were going to pick a, a word, you know, a really practical word like orange. I don't actually have a word yet, but I'll be thinking about that because that's been really good for me in the past, but I haven't done one for this year. So, okay. So the name of the show is going to be Trying is Lying. 
And Trying is lying. This is not the only show with Dwight Bain. If you're new to Life with Lisa Williams, the podcast, then you need to click on Dwight's picture at the top of lifewithlisawilliams.com. It'll take you to all the shows that Dwight's been a part of, and you can just catch up on the growth and the wisdom and just the thinking that we've been doing um, since since we started um, May of 2015. So go catch up at lifewithlisawilliams.com. And thank you, Dwight, for being our friend. I'm glad to be on the journey with you, and I'm not lying about that.